may not have a film fixation, but we're here for a noir education. Welcome to A Real Education Noir. I am Melissa and I am joined today by my co-host Allie. Hi! And Tanya. Hi! And we are joined by special guest star, Sharon. Noir! (laughs) (laughs) You made an excellent choice. (laughs) That seven years of French finally paid off. Yes! Quite the end. (laughs) That's hot. So yes, we are joined today by uh, Sharon Steitler, also known as the Bird Chick, who is knowledgeable about all things birds and also whiskey, as I found. <laughs> I was worried you were going to say Neutrogena exfoliators. <laughs> well, we certainly learned a lot about that. Dear listeners, we'll put that in the show notes. Um, <laughs> But yes, uh, we are here tonight to watch a movie called Leave Her to Heaven. So, dear ladies, what do we know about Leave Her to Heaven? We'll start nothing. with Ellie. Nothing! Yay! <laughs> Ellie knows nothing. Tanya? I, f- I feel like I've seen it before, but I have no memory of like... Because I've seen a whole bunch of movies that I'll just kind of mush together into a black and white oblivion of amazing dresses. Okay. So, other than that, I don't know. Okay, excellent. Sharon? I know it's a movie that I want to see. I'm more of a fan of melodrama than I am noir. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like Jean Tierney. Mm -hmm. And this is just one of those movies where I've seen it either in my Netflix queue or back when I used to have AMC. It's like, oh, I should watch that, but not now. So I thought this one would be a good one to bring you in on because, you know, first of all, I... I knew you liked uh, a certain type of film, particularly Douglas Sirk. Well, I love Douglas Sirk so much. I know. Is this a Douglas Sirk one? It is not, actually. Okay. However, I was going to ask that, too, actually. I was yeah. like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, a lot of people think that. But um, it's directed by John M. Stahl, who was the guy who directed the first version of Magnificent Obsession mm. and the first version of Imitation of Life. Oh, this is okay. going to be fun, then. Yeah. And and also, this is... Um, I, I have seen this movie before. It's been a long time. I barely remember it but i remember it being very circian so okay (laughs) i'm so in yeah i think you'll really like this and i won't say much else because there are some lovely little surprises that'll come up and uh you guys will like it i think i like surprises yay Yay. okay so shall we watch the movie yes awesome we 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 play Right, ladies, what did you think? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> that really, really... I, I've said this before about many movies we've watched. Yeah. Where I had, the, my, my go-to line is, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that movie really, really happened. It happened. It hard. happened a whole lot. With lots of cheekbones. Like, so, so, so much. But There but- was a lot of cheekbones. There was a lot of twisty, turny... That just... It happened. A lot, and I'm just a changed person for it. 
the, the, the thing that, that really bothers me the most with this is that we're watching it and you can tell right away where the fuckery is happening and like where shit's going to go down. But then I realized there are people who watch this movie and it wasn't going to be until way in when they figured out this was not a healthy relationship. You know, that's kind of like how I feel about people who watch Fifty Shades of Grey and think it's a great romance. Oh, God. (laughs) I feel bad for people who watch Fifty Shades of Grey and then join a bondage club and think everybody's going to be hot and rich. (laughs) (laughs) I feel sorry for people who watch Fifty Shades of Grey, period. (laughs) Ding, ding. Those actors hated each other. (laughs) Anyways, this movie. Yeah, yeah in this podcast. movie, yeah, we all clued in pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy eyes. Yeah, yeah, oh uh, yeah. Jean Tierney when she goes into the staring contest oh, in the God. first scene, it's like, oh, you're high or perhaps sinister. And <laughs> then the first but, words out of her mouth are like, "Daddy issues." Yes, yes. Yeah. yes. I I love watching. It, the first time I saw this, I saw it at a party that was being held by the guys who run Cinema Rex. Oh. oh. And, and so, you know, more of a mixed crowd. Yeah. And oh and so it was a little bit more of a slow burn there. But, you know, I love watching it with you guys because you were guys who were like, oh, no, something's not right with that woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm figuring you, you had like the best view of me. Yes. <laughs> I'm amazed I didn't fall off the back of your fucking couch because I was reeling back so hard. I was like behind this half wall, you know? Like at one point I'm like, oh, I can't see Sharon or Tony anymore. <laughs> Upset, and the worst part is knowing it's going to happen. I know, and I'm like, but maybe, maybe it it lasted just long enough that I went, maybe, maybe it yeah. won't, and then it happens Never anyway. And I'm like, oh, you bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you heartless harpy. <laughs> so basically, if you ever come across someone with crazy cheekbones, with oh, crazy yeah. eyes, and daddy issues, and daddy, daddy issues, issues, and they have a significant other. Let them be alone in their mm-hmm. cabin. Don't go visit them. No. Yeah. Especially yep. if you're family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, let them go and have their sex fest. Do not go visit. No. Yeah. Yeah. Do not un- interrupt Mm-mm. the sex fest. Do not interrupt the sex nope. fest. Nope. So, <clears throat> I feel like um, we should give the listeners, like, a five-minute summary of the film. Since this is a little bit harder film to find. Yeah. Yeah. And so they can get a little bit of grounding in what we're talking about, just in case. Can I try it this time? I've never yes, summarized the movies. Please okay. do. Go for it, Allie. This is going to be terrible. I'm really sorry in advance. Okay. Oh, you, you can't be worse than me. <laughs> uh, so, so the movie starts out on a train. Oh, no. It actually starts off with the dude getting, uh, coming coming back to his home mm-hmm. and getting getting in a boat and rowing across the river or the lake. And, and there's this gentleman that he's with, and it's, it's this attorney, apparently, and He's saying, oh, yeah, he just got out of prison and it's been two years and that was terrible. Let me tell you all about it, which... Wait, he only got two years for murdering his wife? No, no, no. no. Accessory. Accessory for the thing that doesn't happen. Okay, that's right. Yeah, and then... Flashback time. The dude, like, violates, like, every... Probably oath that he ever probably... Attorney, client privilege. Yeah, yeah, just... HIPAA law or something? He, I don't know. He, was just like, he just sits down talking to this random stranger like, well, it's my fault because I introduced him. And then it's like, 
whoa, wait a minute, you're going to give a lot of detail. Are you? Yeah, like he was a bad lawyer though. He, yeah, he's, he, he, he was didn't like, object to anything. That's true. Really, he was really he was really terrible. So oh, he was clearly, whisper. Yeah, he's, he's not a good lawyer. lawyer. He is clearly like dictating the tell-all book to this ju- dude sitting at this table <laughs> lakeside, and so it starts on the train. And this beautiful woman is reading this book, and it starts out with a close-up of the back of the dust jacket, which is our our hero dude. If you can hero? Call him a hero. He wishes Main he was dude. A hero. Main, Main dude. dude. Main Who dude. Who is in Greatest Show on Earth. Yes. Yeah, the, the Tony yes. Curtis looking Cornell Wilde. Cornell, yeah. Yeah, Cornell Wilde. Cornell Lab of <clears throat> Ornithology. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he is on the back of his dust jacket, and she's reading this book, and then across from her is the dude. And so he's trying to get her attention because, hey, he's on the dust jacket, and she's reading his book, and he's a big deal. And uh, so she does finally notice him, and it... Now, this got me at first. At first, I thought it was just poor writing, and that she was really that oblivious, but no... She knew right away that this was the dude that wrote the book. I'm almost certain of it. And she just stares at him with these crazy eyes for like 30 minutes or something. I don't know. It <laughs> felt like forever. And oh, you remind me of my father. Daddy issues. So much. <laughs> Turns out they're getting off at the same stop. And uh, so they, they go out to meet the person that they're going to meet. It's the lawyer dude that's telling the story. And it turns out they're, you know, they both know him. So they go out to his ranch and, and it's, it's this beautiful woman, uh, Ellen is her name and her mother, do we get her name? I can't it's, remember. It's Mrs. just Mrs. Barrett. Barrett. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even like in the credits, it's Mrs. Barrett. Mrs. Barrett. Okay. And then, um, and then, uh, her, we think it's her sister, Ruth. It's her cousin adopted by, uh, Mrs. Barrett. So the three women and then this this gentleman, uh, what is his last name? Starts with an Which? H. His name, is, his name is Dick. It's probably, yeah, his name is Dick. All you think we'll about is Dick. Because there's just so much, I've been waiting for you, Dick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. especially yeah. when the kid comes in. Yeah, Dick! 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 How are you doing, boy? I've never, Dick. Seen, I've never seen a kid so excited about Dick in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well. <laughs> we need to take you some places. <laughs> <laughs> so they they're at this ranch and they they're sitting down to dinner and he says, "Oh, I understand that I remind you of of Ellen's father." And uh, oh, that is awkward because they're kind of there because Ellen's father is dead, and they're there to scatter his ashes and have some kind of little memorial service and. And so he he apologizes later. Oh, I spoke out of turn and and. So he attends this memorial in secret, you know, like it's not a wide open space. They're <laughs> yeah. in New Mexico. He, it's in secret. He's, he's on not, a horse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's on a horse. It's wide open. He's not behind like a mesa or anything. Like he's just there. And he's <laughs> nobody can see him. Um, so I love your ideal hiding place as a mesa. <laughs> It was a word I could think of that was like something that was New Mexico. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think they were supposed to be in Taos, weren't they? No, they no, were in New Mexico. Taos is in New Mexico. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I thought they were... Okay. Yeah. Yes, Taos is sorry. in New Mexico. Yes, I'm mixing up my locations. See, this enough. is why I'm like, this is going to be a train wreck. We're not talking about old this. Mexico. No. <laughs> we're talking about the new one. The Merkin one. Merka. Merka. Yeah. Merk. <laughs> So, <laughs> I apologize. 
so, listeners, I'm so bad. Just at apologize it. to the New Mexicans. <laughs> I apologize to them most of all. <laughs> Before Trump builds a wall around them. <laughs> so sandwiches happen. Oh, yeah. In the middle of the night, they eat sandwiches together. Midnight sandwiches. Turkey sandwiches. Turkey. Wild turkey. And I will take you out to shoot some turkeys tomorrow. That didn't ha- happen on screen. I kind of expected it to be. I, I, I think they were hard-pressed to find turkeys Probably. in Mexico. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Chachalacas, maybe, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. so, <clears throat> so they, they're getting closer, and he's noticed that she has an engagement ring, and then one day she's out swimming, and she comes out of the water, and he notices she's not wearing a ring, and, oh, I took it off an hour ago forever. And, okay, that's happening. Cool. So they're clearly having this thing going on where they're not just eye-fucking each other. They're, like, getting serious about it. And um, later that night, her fiancé shows up. Who is? Oh, God, yeah. Who is? Vincent, Vincent Price. Price. And I'm like, the door opens, and I look, and I'm like, what? And I look at Melissa, and I'm like, what? And she's like, Yeah. And then yeah. he talks. And then he speaks, and we're like, oh, wait! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vincent Price shows up without his little moustache. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, like, a little harder to recognize. And, and he goes, is that Vincent Price? And then he talks, and he's like, Vincent Price! Oh, my God! He's all coiffed and hot and Yeah, shit. and he's got, yeah. like, red hair. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Mm-hmm. And then we had to rewind it and watch it again. It was yeah. yeah. I and, wanted, and yeah. He was all he was all upset. He was yeah. very he upset. comforting. He had just found out that his his fiance was gonna marry somebody else, which is also incidentally how Dick found out that he was going to be marrying Ellen. Yes. <laughs> so, so. Oh, by the way, I just informed you, you're marrying me. Mm. Yes. Uh, so they go off to this to the library, Ellen and and uh, Vincent Price's character Russ, um, to talk about this because uh, some explanation required here. And she's like, oh, yeah, we're going to get married tomorrow, and it's going to be great. And then everybody out in the other room, the ladies are asking, when did it happen? How how did it happen? How did you ask her? And he's uh, like, well, uh, 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 poor Dick uh, doesn't know because it didn't happen that way. So, which is code for uh, we were having sex and somebody came and said, let's get married. And yeah, I, I guess that kind of stuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were banging and now I guess we're getting hitched. Okay. Okay. Fine, whatever. She's hot. It's cool. Story would be so different if she was not hot. I know. That's why I feel like, yeah, yeah, people watching this movie, like halfway through, it's like, oh, this is really great. This is how rich hot people get together. And, And yeah, somewhere halfway through it, well, this doesn't seem right. No. Yeah, because because they get married and. You know, his disabled son joins them at their... Brother. Disabled brother. 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 No, it's his son. I'm sorry. Yeah, But he is kind of a father figure to his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. the brother is younger. There's yeah. a definite age difference. Yeah. Which means he can't escape. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh. And so they're at the, the cabin in Maine... I'm sorry, I'm stealing. No, no, this no! From you. You're you're doing way better than okay, I. Okay, so but... they're t- they're at the cabin in Maine, and the younger brother is like teaching himself how to swim across the lake with with Jean Tierney's help. And she also like very seductively holds up his crutch, and it's like yeah. we're gonna practice now. And it's like we're gonna practice what? <laughs> what are you gonna do with that crutch, Jean Tierney? Well, what she wants her to. Yeah. 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 And then and then her family shows up, and she's. She's pissed. Oh, yeah. yeah she's Everybody's like, like, 
She just wants the dude to herself, and she doesn't want the the younger brother around. She doesn't want her family around. She just wants she to wants bang. to get nasty. I mean, she just wants to bang all the time without having to make noise yeah. or without having to worry about people hearing yeah. the noise. Because yeah. there's like, because there's like six people in the house at this point. Yeah, yeah. and the the walls are thin, and you know she's Maybe complaining she... about the acoustics in the house. Yes, <laughs> perhaps when she has sex, it's like it's like that episode of Smallville where Lana got the Superman powers, and they had like the really like they thought there was an earthquake in Smallville. Maybe that's what it's like when she has sex. Mm. Did that? I'm sorry, am I the only one that watched Smallville? Listeners, I'm sure somebody watched Smallville, and you're laughing. I hope you are laughing. <laughs> or maybe she so, was just tired of hearing the younger. <clears throat> brother discover himself <laughs> fair yeah that's true he fair. was of the age oh, he was thinking definitely. he was being subtle yeah yeah with with his hot sister-in-law yeah in and house. she was the one saying i'm gonna do all the cooking and the cleaning she probably got tired of cleaning yeah, the sticky socks sheets. yeah or sheets. <laughs> <laughs> so well, anyway. who knows what the, the help was the oh, guy yeah, chill the, wills yeah, yeah the, oh the, yeah 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 so, so, um, family life is unhappy because all these people have shown up and, and Jean Tierney's not happy about this. And so, uh, she's very clearly not happy. And so her family's like, um, we're not feeling welcome. So they kind of go away and then. I think she's going to kill us. Let's maybe leave. Yeah. <laughs> she's getting the crazy eyes. We should go. Don't mean that figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, so they go and then, uh, she takes the, uh, brother out swimming one more time. And Let's she's be like. clear. She gives him a rub down. She gives him a rub down. Oh, kind of like that was a disturbing scene. <laughs> I know, because like, like, oh. And he was liking it way too much. He was pitching a tent in those Oh, so was. Well, yeah, okay, so Gene Tierney's giving you a rub down. What's going to happen? Yeah, right. and this oh, isn't boys. like copper tone she's putting on him. It's like some kind of like dark oil. Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, like, like yeah. red and, like... Yeah. She's, yeah, like, yeah. putting balsamic vinegar on it. Yeah, her. yeah. She's lick them or it's something. It's sex oil. It's not suntan yeah. lotion. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's drowning oil. Now I know where he got his <laughs> cramp when he was drowning. I don't know how to say this other than, to be fair, even though I don't think we need to be fair to her, no. she tried many times to send him away. She did. Yeah. She tried not she, to take him with to the cabin. She wanted to leave the little brother behind send him off to school send him off with her uh mother and cousin i like but, I like, but, I but like the solution is, isn't to murder no, no, i know no, no i like how you're she, to be fair here with a disabled kid can we leave him in the hospital no can we put him in a boarding school no can we send him off with in-laws that he doesn't know damn it give I'm me some saying, options i'm just but, saying she so, knew that she was gonna be crazy and kill him she was trying to get him away from that situation. okay so here's my question where was her husband in all this? His big brother, who's supposed to care for him. He did show up in the hospital when she was trying to pawn him off in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm just like, why didn't, why didn't he, like, know about this Because situation? she's crazy as hell and told him she was handling it like Hume Cronin. That's true. Mm. She is not Hume and Cronin. And he's, he's, he was the delicate writer type who just nah. needed support and all this stuff. And or... Or he was a white male who didn't have any responsibility because okay, he was well, a, or yeah. that, yeah. 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 So anyway, swimming happens, <laughs> and Gene Tierney's in a rowboat with, in, the, with the with the creepy sunglasses, oh. and, and she's the going. Cigarette. Yeah. It's it's just a little farther. No, you can make it. You're doing fine, kid. You're doing fine, kid. I, you got just, this. You're I, almost there. I, I think just, I'm getting tired. I think I'm getting tired. Help! Drowning! Drowning! Uh, you're almost there. Are you going to give up now? 
Yeah. 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 That was was the worst part is she starts going, well, he's going to be so disappointed if you can't do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, she is so creepy during that scene. Oh, that I just, that scene just destroyed my soul a little bit. <laughs> and then the kid slips below the waves, and he's down there for a minute. And then the husband comes running around, and she goes, "Oh, Danny, Danny!" And then she takes off her coat and dives yeah. in after the kid, and uh, to you know make the scene. And so kid drowns, and. They they move the, back they in move, with the in laws. They move back in, which with is the always in-laws. a great solution if yeah. you're having problems. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and she goes, maybe if I get pregnant, he'll love me more. Actually, well, that no, was Ruth's Ruth. Ruth, Ruth, Ruth told that's her. Right. The, that's right. The, the younger sibling idea, and Ruth goes, well, if he had a child of his own, he'd probably snap out of it. So obviously, the that's the voice of inexperience talking right there. Oh, a baby's gonna fix everything. Just no. get pregnant. Yeah. So oh. she she gets preggers and then uh, <laughs> are and we then sure this is this is like this <laughs> yeah. is like Hollywood nineteen forties preggers which means not pregnant at all yeah like, they're they're not treating her like bit. she's like eight months pregnant she's on bed rest and her, she's and she's just in like slightly blousier clothes the thing that I love in all of this is that clearly the costume designer came up with clothes to make her look pregnant and in every scene she's like holding her belly in to show that. I don't look pregnant, even though I am pregnant. I just want everyone to know I'm not really fat in this scene. <laughs> yeah. I'm still really skinny. Yeah. 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 And I don't want anyone to remember me fat in this film. Yes, I know I'm pregnant, but look at this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jean Tierney, damn it. Yes. My cheekbones yeah. are the puffiest thing about me. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets preggers, and then there are a couple of scenes, and then... Uh, she realizes she doesn't actually want a child, and she she has that wonderful, awful line. Um, I wrote it down because it's so awful. Uh, I hate the little beast. I wish it would die. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, oh my god. Yeah. You should no. Oh god. Yeah, I think, and her sister cousin pretty much freaks out at that line. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Like, oh, as she should. Yeah. You yeah. don't. Okay. Do those except wicked things. Except though, here's the thing, because I have been pregnant uh-huh. twice. There are days. Oh, I don't doubt oh, sure. it. Yeah, when you are just like, "What the hell is inside me?" You're you're hosting a parasite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm waiting to be John Hurt. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> but uh, so I don't necessarily blame her for that. Except you know, it's except because she, she already did sh- the brother. And she doesn't want to and share she doesn't, him with him. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. So, so she devises this thing. She puts on some wedge heels and she puts on a nice little gown. And she she does her whole makeup. She and does her, her makeup. She wants to look perfect for this. She goes she, to the top of the stairs. She leaves one of her shoes wedged under the carpet, uh, under the edge of the carpet, and she throws herself down the stairs. Yep. And then End she tells makeup. everybody she was sleepwalking because that's why you do your makeup before you fall down the stairs. Yeah. Right. And change clothes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so that was the end of the baby. And then the new book comes out. Yeah. She she yes. comes home from the hospital, the new book from her husband comes out. Yes. And she finds out it's dedicated to her sister. Her the sister gal cousin. With the hoe. Her sister cousin. The girl with the hoe. <laughs> 
<laughs> H-O-E. And they they encounter each other, and the sister's like, I want to go to Mexico. And Gene Tierney's like flashing the book cover, and it's like, I know, it's like, why do you want to go to Mexico? Why do you want to go to Mexico? Let me just hold this cover towards the camera some more. And, and she gets the crazy eyes again, and, and finally she um, has determined in her own twisted brain that there is an affair between her sister and husband. And so she goes into her dead father's laboratory. 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 First she confesses. First she confesses that she killed the After the blow up with the cousin, her husband is standing in the room and she's all trying to be sweet and sugar and he's just like not happy. She like even like lays down on the couch. The only thing she didn't do is just like spread her legs wide. Yeah, totally. Your book is out, sweetheart. Yeah. It's about the only thing she didn't do. And then once she's realizing that he's not having it, she finally just, yeah, I killed your brother. Like, and the baby. And the baby. Yeah, it was just like, oh my god, he didn't actually ask you. You literally volunteered that because you felt like you had no other option but to say, I killed your brother because I love you so much, so that's going to get you to love me more. Crazy. And then he goes, I'm leaving you now. Uh, yeah, and he walks out the door. And so, so then she goes down to the laboratory and finds arsenic. And she takes the bottle of arsenic and she starts mixing it with things and we don't quite know what she's doing. And then of the next scene is the husband getting informed that she is very sick in the hospital and about mm-hmm. to die because she got accidentally poisoned during a picnic. So, and of course, everybody, all of us, all of us were going, what? what? She didn't poison the, the sister? Yeah, but, I thought yeah. I thought she got like some, some powdered hydrochloric acid yeah, or something. Exactly. Like it's, I was like, oh... That chick's gonna take a bath. There's gonna be like melted skin. That's what I was thinking yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that would have been awesome. Yeah, it would have been. But no, she she commits suicide. But she does it in such a way that she implicates everybody else as yeah. murder a murder. And so we wind up with the set of scenes where she's dead now, and both the husband and the sister are on trial for murder as being prosecuted by Vincent Price. Ooh, Her former fiancé. No conflict of interest. Yes. None at all. Not at all. He even he even makes it clear. He's like, and can you explain to me why this is a conflict of interest? <laughs> you know, not in those words, but he's like, we meant a lot to each other. You knew that, right? So can you tell everybody in this room why that was a thing? <laughs> Let me point out how the legal system doesn't work. There were a lot of things where the legal oh, system yeah. was not working there. Are you are you yeah. legally allowed to ask someone if they love somebody else on the stand? That just seems very I feel like subjective. Yes, but I feel like the, the the answer would not have as much weight as he was. It would depend. To make it. Is this uh like a Reese Witherspoon rom com? Because that would be uh, how, yeah, 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 that would yeah, be, yeah, yeah, how she would yeah. want to know. Yeah, it's yeah. not though. No, it's no, really it's not. not. I don't think Reese Witherspoon was even a consideration. <gasps> but she could do the crazy eyes. Oh yeah. Oh, she oh. can do the crazy eyes. Yeah. I saw election. I know what goes down with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 That there there are some serious crazy eyes going on in the election. Yeah. Okay, right. so but, but anyway, the trial so happens. The trial happens and uh the they they're both uh, not guilty of the murder, but the husband gets accessory to murder because he confesses that he knew that his wife killed the 
the younger was it brother. wait so it he went to accessory it was, suicide it was not accessory it was like obstruction or because right, oh, because he lied he with the, withheld the he evidence withheld. yeah because he knew that his wife had killed his brother right yeah and didn't tell anybody so that made him an accessory after the fact maybe i it's yeah, dumb it, in yeah. no world should it, that there were so, so many things that were wrong time. with that the way that verdict played out cause, yeah, yeah. and then you know none and of and that would have happened if hume cronin had been yeah, Hume Cronin just needed to be in this, like in every movie. Yes. So he goes off to jail, cut scene, and then he comes back from jail and he meets up with the sister and they hug and that's the end of the movie. And you're going to presume that he's just going to plow the shit out of the sister. Well, yeah. Because yeah. 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 guess what? There's nobody else in the house. <laughs> She's Team Crane. <laughs> There's going to be no issues at all with the fact that he was banging her sister cousin originally and yeah, they sure. look similar and yeah yeah, yeah. but you know Jean Crane's hot too yeah. Jean Crane is very hot but it's just it's also it's just like looking at this again there are no issues and, here either yeah no, yeah no. oh the sequel will be kind of fucked up but anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, she did look kind of like she had her own crazy eyes starting up at the end She there. did. She yeah. did. <laughs> she had the little like, twinkle. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to get past the fact that your sister cousin murdered my brother and tried to frame all of us for her suicide, death. Uh, yeah. I just, yeah. I just hey. feel like it's going to be like a weekend of hate sex and then that's Well, gonna... see, that's the thing. is, like, you take one look at her. Well, of course he's going to get over it long enough to bang her. Come yeah, on. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> I don't, I think a lot of people are watching this like, this was a really tortured... Re- oh, and he, he finally ends up with the woman he was meant to be. And it's like, yeah, that's not going to last. No, 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 that's not no, sustainable. That's the, that's the recovery sex. Thing. Yeah, that is the yeah. recovery sex. That is And the then he'll get the fuck away from there. Yeah, the post-prison hopefully. sex. Yeah. yeah. And and hopefully she does too. Yeah, really. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. you need you don't yeah. want your, your suicidal sister cousin's sloppy seconds. No, no. You got real quiet there, man. Sorry. Well, there was a lot to think about with that sentence. Sorry. Uh, But really, are we convinced that they ever had sex at all? I'm not. Well, she got... Did she? Yes. Oh. Oh, my God. So what are you thinking? Is she lying? Handjob Central? Maybe. <laughs> if that, I don't know. If he was, you know, he seemed kind of confused. He may not have actually known what sex was. See, that's what I'm thinking. Now that maybe maybe they both were in a hot tub at the same time at one point, and he thinks that's what did it. Or you know, this was the time where no one really got any kind of sex education. That's true. And and he just thought, oh shit, I held hands. Does this mean you're pregnant? Well, she does kind of yank her hand away when Although, Vincent Price walks in. Well, Presumably, well, he was already a published author, so he should have had some ass at that point. Well, well he did. He did try and use the line from the book on her. That's true. true. So, so he's, he's got some moves. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yes, they probably did have sex. And he was point. kind of he was naturally attractive. So yeah, not my thing. Maybe he but just I got guess. BJ's. I don't know. Well, her head did go straight to his. Oh yeah! Oh my God! That yes. When she's like, "Forgive me, forgive me, crotch head." Boom! Yeah, and it's like, wow, the way that shot is that that's a that's that's a (laughs) blowjob. That's happening. That is as much as a blowjob as you can get in the 1940s Uh on TV, on a movie, (laughs) on a screen of any sort. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Yeah, Hayes Code was all over this oh, movie. Oh, Hayes Code. Um, apparently there was an earlier version of the script that they tried to get through where the child was born and then she murders <gasps> the infant. Oh! I know, right? I would not have been able to watch that. <laughs> I know, kind of want to read the book. I know, right? Oh my gosh. I do want to read the book. I do want to read the book. Yeah. 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 I don't think I know what actually happened in the book, but there that that particular scene went through many permutations because of Hayes Code. It's like, okay, we can't do that. Well, um, how about if the okay, it can't be an abortion, so like the kid can can the kid be born and then we murder it? Uh, okay, well, how about if she throws herself down the stairs? Okay, we're okay with this. Okay, fine. Because <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of the story that we're missing. Because I feel like there's probably a bigger story with her dad and why he's dead. Yeah, yeah. and the whole laboratory thing. Yeah, yeah. and then. Just also the thing with, like, when it's revealed as Jean Crane is, like, playing Chopin on the piano. It's like, I'm not really her sister. I'm her cousin, and they adopted me. And it's like, there's something going on there. Yeah. That, like, she was adopted because... The dad. Because the dad totally doted on... Ellen. Right. Yeah. So mom was kind of left with nothing. That was oh, the implication so, I got. Oh, I got the implication like dad banged someone else and so they ended up adopting. Oh. oh that could... That would really See, I, I did think that there was some sort of weird incest thing going on. I did too. I really got the But sense. with both of the girls, not just Ellen? No, what I think is like, um, maybe there was incest with Ellen. Mm. And then like, dad also had some side meat. Yeah. And then a, a baby happened. That. And so then mom's like, okay, I'm just going to take care of the baby because like, dad is taking care of the biological child yeah. in a way that I don't want to deal with. Yeah. The mom really didn't want to deal with anything. any of that. The mom was weird. And I mean, even even the greatest show on earth dude at one point, like the mom says something and he kind of just sh- like shrugs like, what the fuck did you just say? That's so weird. Yeah. I, I love that we just call him greatest show on earth. <laughs> <laughs> Vaguely Tony Curtis looking guy. That's what I call him. Well, it was yeah. me up because like, I've only ever seen him in that movie and he has an accent in that movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, he has the worst accent. It's a terrible accent. Oh, it's <laughs> Is this really an American accent? <laughs> ladies and ger- ladies and gentlemen, his name is Cornell Wilde, and yeah, pretty much greatest show on earth is what people know him from. He was also like the director, producer, and uh, main actor of The Naked Prey, which is a bizarro yeah. film. Really? Yes. He was the director. Yeah. That that guy has some issues. I know, right? <laughs> well, he was in this movie. Yeah. He's just a working actor trying to earn a paycheck. And- <laughs> You, yeah. you you have to you you have to be there with Jean Tierney and yeah well that's true yeah, which that's, is code for chances say. are she'll bang you yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was banging everybody back then she had an obligation to she I mean if I had that body the Did, greatest show on earth is in town everybody <laughs> let's have fun <laughs> yeah right. yeah Jean Jean Tierney was sleeping with uh, John F Kennedy around this time who wasn't um Tyrone Power yeah uh you know ver- various other people uh John F. Kennedy um basically they broke up because he had this political career he wanted to take care of which was kind of funny given the Vincent Price character in this movie yes oh, yeah he played Chopin that's why I just watched A Song to Remember oh and I was like he the whole movie. I'm like, God, I've seen him in something, and it's not great to show on Earth. Wait, he played Chopin. He played Chopin. Chopin. Oh, and there's Chopin yes. in this movie. Oh, yes, God. yes, and, and it was. They were released the same year, so it could be coincidental or it could be intentional. But you know, it's that whole kind of like Inception thing. Yeah, it's like Mar- Marion Cotillard. She yes. played 
the um, little French singing chick, and then yes, that's what they Edith played in. Pilaf. Stuff. Edith yeah. Pilaf, and then you hear yeah, huh, that yeah. no joke, no right yeah, yeah. yeah. Inception. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they just had the rights leftovers from some Chopin music. It's like, oh, we can use it with this. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have been public domain by I, then. I imagine it that would point? be. It would have been okay. public domain. Yeah, because I, I think, I think copyright law on music happened. After Chopin happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. At least in the United States. But, uh... Anyway, I like the Chopin, though. I like it the Chopin. It was very moody and... Yeah. It was appropriate. But it ran... Like, you were talking about how, you know, this was a guy who directed a lot of the movies that Douglas Sirk ended up directing uh-huh. later. It reminded me a little bit of All That Heaven Allows, because that has a lot of uh, classical... It's not Chopin, though. I was trying to think who it was. But it was like... that. Oh, um... <sighs> do, 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 yeah, do, yeah, yeah. And I it's killing oh. me that I can't remember what that is. Yeah, I can't remember. But I either. felt like the Chopin was being used in a very similar way in this movie. Yeah. Because Jean Crane was just playing it very decisively. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As she told Dick where to go find her sister cousin. Yeah, everybody was telling him where like, to go find oh, the sister. She's over there. You don't want to talk to me. She's over there. Yeah, I know. And like even going to the mom, it's like she went walking over there. Okay. Yeah, she just volunteers that. He doesn't even ask. It's like completely out of the blue when she volunteers it's it. It's like they were almost setting her up with him on purpose yeah. or something. Yeah. And like they it were was... really excited when when the the engagement was announced. Yeah. And I was like, like, really, guys? You're not like, but weren't you just engaged with that guy like 20 minutes ago? But yeah. maybe they're just like, like, this gets her off of us. That could be. Well, yeah, but they wouldn't, though, he li- because... He lives in a remote area. He'll be safe. Yeah, <laughs> but, so, you know, we, Melissa was explaining to me like what makes a noir movie before this, and and you mentioned that there was lighting. Yeah, there's part of it. There's mm-hmm. um, a stylistic indicator of a noir film. Yeah, but can, what a, is like lighting stuff? Yeah, when he's in the house in, in, in Taos, when he's in the house in Taos, um, <laughs> with the family, and they're all like, "Oh, she's out there waiting for you," and he's outside, kind of walking around. The lighting. Kind of gets set up like he is trapped in a spider web. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So it's like, it's oh. beautiful. Yeah. Well, this whole movie is just gorgeous because it's three strip Technicolor. So it's got the those weird blues mm-hmm. and um, it, there's just this this quality to the color that you don't get with later films. The only thing it was beautiful. missing was Maureen O'Hara. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Seriously. They didn't have that full Did on red. Did she only do Technicolor just because of her hair? Because... I think she got picked a lot for Technicolor because of her hair. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, she did, she did. Which like, is fine because I love her. So. I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and then we were also talking about like New Mexico. It was shot really beautifully. Yeah. Like John Ford. Yeah. We were like, yeah. when do we, when do we go into John Ford? Yeah. Movie? It was, <laughs> yeah. It was very, yeah. The way the shots were set up, it was very John Ford. Beautiful. Beautiful cinematography. Which yeah. I was just thinking of because Maureen O'Hara died and I had to watch The Quiet Man. Oh. Um, it's so good. Oh God. <laughs> It's just a tiny bit of sexism, but it's a really good movie. Yeah. And now I'm just thinking about McClintock. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Which is a lot more sexism. Oh, and- I don't know. In, in Quiet Man, a woman comes up to John Wayne and says, Here's a good stick to beat the lovely lady. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and you're just like, oh. <laughs> But then the fist fight starts. Yeah. Yeah. No good with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah. God, that's good. But anyway. Bring sorry, it back. sorry. Bring sorry. it back. Bring it back. Um, we should talk a little bit about Gene Tierney, specifically. <gasps> Yay! Gene Tierney is the the meat of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, she did get a an Oscar nomination for her. Well, she should have. Yeah, even though that is one of the most movie deaths I've seen in a long time. Oh, so <laughs> beautiful! Oh, movie death. Yeah. No, I mean, no drooling, no baggy eyes. No. no although, nothing. although, given that character, of course, she would want to look perfect. Um, yes, you can want to look perfect, but if you have poisoned yourself with certain poisons, arsenic. Yeah. I, I yeah. kept wanting her nose to bleed because it yeah. was just like yeah. very there, and I kept yeah. like. See, because, like, later, like, in later, like, in the 80s or whatever, there would have been just a touch of red, like, right on the tip. Right yeah, yeah. Or, or, you know, like, the little purple around the nostrils. And, like, even her breathing is sexy, because it's like, my breaths are really going over time right now as I'm breathing my last breaths. Yeah. Makes you sad. Yeah. You'll never have these again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no sweat, either, as no. this is going oh, on. Oh, yeah. She's just kind of pale. Yeah. But her, you know, her, her lipstick is fine. Oh, her lipstick, lipstick is fine. Lipstick and her lashes are curled. Yeah. And she's got the Hair, lines perfectly quite, yeah. and still super shiny. <laughs> yep. She was having quite the career in the 1940s because uh, a couple of years prior to this, there was a little movie called Laura. <gasps> yeah, where, just a little movie. Yeah, just a little movie um, where she was also playing across from Vincent Price uh, by weird coincidence. Um, she also did, um, Razor's Edge and Ghost of Mrs. Muir and Heaven Can Wait and Night in the City and The Mating Season, which is a weird fucking movie that I love. Um, but yeah, she, she was, uh, really, really big in that, that whole era. Um, she did kind of have a little bit of a tragic life. Uh, her first daughter... She was, she got pregnant. She did, uh, she was doing a stage show and she got rubella while she was pregnant. So the kid was born disabled. And uh, apparently Howard Hughes helped pay for treatment for the kid. But, you know, the the kid was never. Did she have a thing with Howard Hughes? She may have been. I mean, Howard Hughes was banging everybody too. So that's quite possible. He did like giving the lovely ladies of the time money and other yeah, but I usually Thanks. thought he gave them the money if he was banging him. Yeah, so I'm... I'm All right, well, not in the realm of possibility for yeah. either of them. Yeah, uh, apparently the sto- that story, though, was the inspiration for Agatha Christie's The Mirror Cracked. Oh. Yes. And, uh, but Jean Tierney was also um, suicidally depressed. And so, oh. like, in the 1950s, she went through shock treatments. And, oh. Yeah, she... She wasn't a very healthy lady, and eventually she uh, died of emphysema because uh, she was a smoker. She, yeah. She hated her voice when she first saw herself on screen, so she started smoking to lower her voice. Oh, wow. And uh, that ter- did not turn out well. But uh, very interesting actress, uh, fun to watch. Definitely beautiful, fun to watch. Beautiful yeah. woman. Beautiful woman. Let's see, who else was in the movie? Okay, the kid... The kid. Okay, you were commenting on the kid. Yeah. Uh, his name is Daryl Hickman. Um, he was Winfield in Grapes of Wrath. He was also in Network much, much later in his career. Yes. He is still alive, and he's an acting coach in L.A. Ah. But also, where you may have recognized him from, you may have actually recognized his brother, because he's the older brother of Dwayne Hickman, who played Dobie Gillis. <gasps> oh, my God! Oh! That he was like some Dobie Gillis looking dude, <laughs> and he totally is some Dobie Gillis looking dude. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome! Oh god, I know it, the name sounded familiar too when you said yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I was too. I was like Hickman. I know. I should know that. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, I, I had to look that one up myself. It's like, oh, of course. Yeah, that's why. Okay. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Is that recognizable? Yeah. That network. That network. Yeah. And uh, also Ray Collins, uh, who who play who plays Glenn Roby. Uh, you recognize him because he was in like 250 episodes of Perry Mason. Yeah. <laughs> and he was also in Citizen Kane and uh, Touch of Evil and a bunch of the Orson Welles stuff. So he's all over the place. And then there's the judge from... The, the judge from Miracle, Miracle on 34th, 34th Street. Street. Yeah. He yeah. was the pill-popping doctor, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 He's, telling, he's telling Jean Tierney that she needs bed rest for her pregnancy and as he's doing this he he takes out a bottle you think he's giving medicine to her and then he pops the pill himself (laughs) look he needs nitro for his uh, bum ticker Uh, (laughs) I mean it's almost as great as the gynecologists on Mad Men that are smoking yes yes yeah and and of course the late great Vincent Price yeah oh god Yeah, I, I love the look on you guys' faces when he showed up, because it's like, I know he's not in the credits, so it's going to be a surprise. I know, you said there were surprises. Surprise. And I'm looking at the credits, I'm like, I don't know what surprise Melissa's talking yeah, about. And then yeah. that's it was like, he was not in the credits. <gasps> he didn't have an above-the-line credit. Uh-huh. Whoa! Yeah, Vincent Price started his career in movies in about 1938, so, you know, a little while before this, and he actually was in a bunch of movies in the 1940s, and but it was all stuff like Laura and uh, kind of these... These uh, melodramas, he didn't start becoming Vincent, Vincent Price. Price. Vincent Price until he 19- grew his mustache. Well, he yeah, the mustache helped. But uh, in 1953, he did House of Wax. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say that was I his first that. Vincent Price. Was that the yeah. first Vincent Price movie? Was House of Wax? I well, it was the it was I think the one that did the best. If it wasn't yeah. the first, okay. yeah. He I mean he was he was uh, doing pretty well for himself up to then, but that was when he started his. Uh, master of the macabre okay. sort of okay. yeah, thing because he did really well at that and there was just a whole string of movies oh. through the 50s and 60s because yep. uh, soon after that he did follow the house of usher yeah. and kind of fell in with that crowd and and then yeah and, and then it was and just a legend was born and all and yeah all. yeah and just the fact that he loved doing stuff like yeah that. he did he he was just he it's like I get to be the the guy who is in all the cheap ass horror movies, and I do well at it. Yeah. Yes. This is mine. <laughs> like, like he owned it. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. totally owned he it. He did. He he also the, the, I adore him because during the same era, I mean, he was this very well educated guy, very smart man, uh, very well read. You know, grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, <laughs> which. Still cracks me up, but he he would do things in the fifties and sixties where he he would like curate decoration of Christmas trees and like in fashion and like home fashion magazines huh. he would like decorating Christmas trees and um, he was a master chef. Oh, he do he he do radio spots where he'd talk about recipes that he had wow. developed. And, but but the glorious thing is I have this wonderful. Um, radio spot he did where he was doing one of his recipe things. He, he said, I would like to talk to you about preparing young boys for dinner. Oh! <laughs> and he goes this, oh. this long and really delightful <laughs> diatribe about preparing young children for dinner. <laughs> okay. And, and of course, okay. they, they must be very hot. Oh! <laughs> 
of the narrator for the Haunted Mansion in Euro Disney in Paris uh-huh. for a few, was it a whole year before they took, they had to change out the thing for... Yeah, yeah, I mean, the the, the voice in America is, uh, isn't it Thrill of Ravenscroft or yeah, whatever yeah. the guy's so, name yeah. is, yeah. Tony the Tiger? Yeah. 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 yeah, and he's great. Yeah. But. Wait, 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 don't you mean he's... He's great! <laughs> 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 By the way, have you seen the Tony the Tiger ads where he's like trying to be supportive of like prostitutes and drug dealers? No, <laughs> what? no. Yeah, there's a new Tony the Tiger ad campaign. What? <laughs> where it's like, you know, some druggie is like in the, the bar is like, oh, Tony, I'm all strung out. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, first you need a balanced breakfast. And it is like the animated Tony the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> And they like eat the, the cereal. It's like, okay, I'm ready to shoot up now. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh boy! Wow. I forget what it's called. It's some I don't know if it's Banksy that's doing it or who or why General Mills hasn't shut it down. But it's well, like the they, new Tony, well, the, Tony the Tiger is not General Mills. It's, but, or, it's well, Kellogg's. Kellogg. Think, yeah. But it, like you go to the website and it's like Tony the Tiger's like I have a lot of sins to atone for, so I'm trying to help everybody now. <laughs> It's, it's like Kellogg's a, uh, went insane and there's a viral marketing department. There's like a prostitute that's been beat up. It's like, oh, Tony, I've had a rough night. And he's like, let's have some cereal. And it's like, now go back after that, John, and do your best. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Oh, wow. Right. I've got far afield. We should sorry, say we're sorry, sorry. Tony goes up to Gene Tierney. Tony goes up to Gene Tierney. He's like, really, you have to stop killing people. Have some cereal. Have your breakfast. She had her breakfast and then she she died. She did. But they, see, she, she wasn't coffee. having a balanced breakfast. No, I mean, yeah, she I mean, was no. clearly when she was pregnant. Coffee. Yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> see, I was going to talk about how Vincent Price was amazing in the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo, but then you had to go and like one up me with your Tony. <laughs> I'm sorry, this was a thing that I saw on the internet. Now I can't remember what it's called. I thought it was the new Tony. We will link it in the show notes. Oh my god! Hopefully, it's still up. Oh wow. <laughs> I don't know so what to follow that up with. <laughs> not a healthy relationship. No. So no, I just want everyone all. out there to know, like, if you meet someone really hot on a train or a plane, and you or know, you're kind of flirting with each other in your eyes, and then you think it's going somewhere. Maybe even you've had a hand job at this point. If like the next day the ex fiance shows up and the person who gave you the hand job's like, and we're getting married. Run. Run like the wind. Oh, yeah. That's oh, not yeah. healthy. Out oh, the yeah. window. Go. Dude, just leave all your stuff behind. It's not worth it. Just go. Yes. Gene Dude. Tierney Googled him. Like, and Google yes. didn't even exist. Okay. Yes. Oh, 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 I wanted to ask this. Okay, so, like, when she went through the scene and she's talking about all the shit she knew about him, just if Google was available back then. Yeah. This makes me wonder. Were they randomly meeting on the train, or had she already plotted See, this I'm out? See, I'm thinking... I think she selected him. Yeah, 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 because she had his book, yeah. and he looked but, like her dad. Okay, and she, See, like, the way she dropped the book, she very clearly is oh, she pushing pushed it off. it off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But she also, like, she didn't call off her engagement until she found out that the, 
the dude lived in a secluded cabin. Yep. Then it was like, oh, perfect, we'll be alone. Yeah, but you can have that engagement ring because, like, sometimes, like, having uh, a wedding ring or an engagement ring is an invitation for sex. So that's how you get them in. Once you have them in for sex, then you can manipulate them in for a relationship. Right. But, I mean, she could have actually called off her engagement ages ago and kept the ring. But if she had Googled him as thoroughly, I mean, the way she had already known him when she's, like, listing that stuff... She had researched him just like, oh, I bet he's the kind of guy that likes a challenge. Yeah, she says she gets it all from the dust jacket on his book. And I'm no. like, bullshit. Yeah, no, 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 no. Giving up the art major career would not have been in the dust yeah, jacket. Yeah, and then he talks to was, her. He needs to talk to his publisher about yeah, that really. shit. Yeah, really. And then he talks to her like, it's all normal that she knows all that. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. She's like, so, oh, that's cute. You did your homework. Yeah, like, it's like, no. so you remember when I, when I, after I graduated from college, I went and yeah. did that. Like, she already knew. It's and hot. It's, like, it's okay if you're hot. Yeah. yeah. If you're Jean Tierney. If you're Jean Tierney, but, you know, if you're, not that Tina Fey isn't hot, but if this had been Tina Fey in that movie, yeah. it'd be a very different movie. Mm-hmm. I just think Jean <laughs> Tierney was his number one fan. She's what you hope your number one fan is going to look like. No, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Whereas but, Misery but she's, is possibly the more oh, realistic But she is also the <laughs> actual of reality the of your number one fan. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Your number one fan. She's the dream and the reality. Else. It's horrifying. Yeah. yeah, yeah she's going to yeah. kill everything else that you love. Yes. Outside of sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then and, you, and even but, then. But like, you won't yeah. love it anymore, so she'll have killed that for you, too. Yeah. 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 So beware of hot people, everybody. Yeah. If they're really great cheekbones, tread gently. Yeah. Don't let the crazy stick the dick into you. No. And don't no. stick your dick into crazy. No, don't no. let don't don't let the crazy stick their clit into you. That too. Yeah. 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 Don't dip yourself in crazy. Just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, and you may think you can handle crazy for one night, but see, the problem is crazy, crazy gets in. Yeah. Oh, crazy yeah. don't Cra- care. Crazy's like glitter, man. Crazy? Oh, oh my god! Yes! 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 yes. yes. Yeah. You Wise will word. never get rid of it. No, nope. you will nope. never nope. get rid of the crazy. Nope. There's so many non-crazy people to bang. Yeah. <laughs> there's plenty of pussy out there. Just go find... And there's plenty of ass. Let's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's plenty we'll, we'll of everything. Everything. Yeah. What, whatever your taste is. There's an old country buffet out there. <laughs> And it's filled with non crazy. Oh, man, can we not compare it to the old country buffet? Come on, we all love it. Yeah. God, it's true. (laughs) I feel feel a little bit gross about that, but it's true. But sometimes you do feel a little bit gross. You know, at the time, it's like, yeah, and then the next morning, why did I have all that fried okra? (laughs) (laughs) And the chowder and all those cheesecakes. I know. Oh. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I feel like we've come to some sort of conclusion here. <laughs> Don't bang crazy. That's I'm not blaming crazy. I'm not. Don't bang it. Don't, Don't bang, bang it. Crazy. Not banging it. No. I'm handling it. <laughs> I don't know. You may not even want to handle the crazy. Yeah, don't touch the crazy. Just don't. Maybe don't that's even. why Hume Cronin wasn't there to handle it. He just, he just, he's like, like, like crazy eyes, I'm out. Nope. Too much crazy, I'm, I'm out. out. He was like, I'm here to meet my clown. Oh, no, 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 no. Hume <laughs> Cronin, daddy issues. Nope. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. He was actually the first attempt. <laughs> It's like, oh no, I can see the crazy eyes. You have a pleasant day, lady. I'm leaving. Yeah, given how he handled Lana Turner and Postman Always Wings twice, you know, it's like, yeah, he knows how to handle crazy. (laughs) I found it, (laughs) Tonyisback.com.
not the notes end on idea this. <laughs> Thank you, dear listeners, for joining us on Real Education Noir. I have been Melissa, and that has been Allie and Tanya and Sharon. Thank you for joining us, Sharon. Oh, hey, that was delightful. Oh, yes, pleasure. And next time we will be watching Stray Dog. We're going to go Kurosawa in this shit. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so thank you for joining us, listeners. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you enjoy our film fixation. We'll see you next time on a noir education. We didn't even get to talk about the bird calls. Okay, Sharon, how did you feel about the bird calls? They were surprisingly accurate. I heard Western Meadowlark. I heard uh, Canyon Toey. I heard um, Reverend Blackbird. And, and they're all things I would expect for New Mexico. But what was interesting was quite a few of the birds were doing stress calls. And they weren't aerial predator calls. They were just like, something is in my territory and I don't like it. And it suddenly became clear that it was... Probably the camera rigging was in this Red Wing Blackbird's territory, so it's just kind of doing this kind of irritated call. It's like, oh, that's, that's accurate enough. <laughs> you know, I'm not hearing a loon in New Mexico. Yeah, no, no, no. The, Although that oh loon, loon, loon. Oh my god, that loon. Oh shit, <laughs> the loon in Maine was very clearly some like grip in the background coyote, coyote going, arrrr. And so it's like, oh, that loon is horrible. It's like, that's not that's a loon. Loon. Like what every one of us. It's always like, just a loon. That's a dead cat. That yeah, that was. That someone was... is strangling a cat out there. You should maybe, like, board up the doors and <laughs> but, but this is how low my bar is set for bird calls in movies is that I did not hear the loon in New Mexico, which you would be surprised how often when someone is in a desert scene at night, a mm-hmm. loon will go off. And it's like, but there's no water there. There would be no loon there. And if there was, it wouldn't be making that call. And so just the fact that someone did this really half-assed howl and they tried to call it a loon, I was like, well, there would be a loon in Maine. <laughs> At least. You tried. You tried. That's... Silver star. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could have done a better loon call with a sliding whistle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm serious, there is a sliding whistle you can buy. Oh, yeah. That, nice. That, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 it does, yeah. They even advise you not to use it during breeding season because it oh. is so powerful it might upset the loons. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that face! I'm so oh, sorry! You can't see that face. She's got oh a face god, off for podcasting right there. She was <laughs> so unimpressed. <laughs> a like, sliding whistle isn't... A loon is gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> not I want to fuck. No, no, no they're just gonna be like, Really? That's what you think we sound like? What? 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 <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so for a movie, these bird calls were surprised. I haven't heard bird calls this accurate in a bird movie since The Big Chill, when there was a red-shouldered hawk screaming throughout the entire thing every time they were outside on Lake Michigan. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Bravo movie. Yeah, Bravo. well played. Uh, well played, especially for the era. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No kookaburra going off. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs>